All right, we've come to the last blackout clip of the Arm of God series. We're talking to young men. We're equipping young men to be able to go out into a world that wants to destroy them. They've told you that masculinity is toxic. They told you that being a man means being an oppressor. They told you that men don't actually have as much value as they do. They told you that men weren't critical, instrumental in the creation of the societies. They told you that it was a system designed for men because men are actually weak. They need the system. So since that is your enemy, and again, the enemy is not flesh and blood, it's spiritual. We've got to arm, we have to have spiritual armor to protect ourselves. So we talked about the belt of truth. We talked about the breastplate of righteousness. And we talked about the gospel of peace on our feet. And we talked about the shield of faith. And we talked about the helmet of salvation. But these are all defensive things. So what happens when it's time to go on offense? Well, now we got to use the sword of the spirit. That is the word of God. So the last part of the armor that we come out with is the sword of the spirit. As you recall, the belt of truth is around the center, not only because we're centered in truth, but that's because that's where we hold our weapons. Right? The imagery is that of a Roman soldier. So you, you hold your sword on your belt. So out of the belt of truth, out of the truth center, comes the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Right? It's a great example of, of Jesus using the sword of the spirit, which is when he is tempted in the desert. Every time that Satan tries to tempt him, he responds with the word of God. And, and there's a huge thing that the sword is, is actually the sword of, of the spirit, which means that you do not attack. The spirit attacks for you. And that is, that is what it means to be a man. That's the pinnacle of masculinity where the principles and the, the intuitive, the innate spirit is actually what attacks. You don't have to attack at all. Because if, you, you, if you, you've given your life to Christ and you are under the, the tutelage and leadership and command of the Lord, you don't have to go fight any battles. The Lord will fight on your behalf. Because the spirit here is capitalized. See, in the verse, if the spirit is capitalized, that means we're not, we're not referring to just an ephemeral spirit. We're referring to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit that is inside you is what will attack. The Holy Spirit that is inside of you is what will propel you to the offensive. That is why we can stand strong in our convictions as men of God, because we have this armor that's going to defend us. But then we have this other thing 
that it defends us, the Holy Spirit. It defends us by going on offense. So when you go out into the world and you put on your armor, the sword comes with it. That's why you read the word of God. That's why the word of God, that's why the Bible is so important. Because it's through the Bible that you learn the character of God and you are made in his likeness. So it's your ideal character. The ideal principles, the ideal values that you hold, and it's those values that will defend you. See, the values people think about conservatism, when you think about it now, conservatism takes on a different meaning because the word conservative automatically invokes a defensive connotation. Then when I'm trying to conserve something, I'm trying to protect something. But sometimes you protect something by fighting for it. You don't have to defend it. You can actually let it go on offense. Right? You've heard the phrase, sometimes the best defense is a great offense. And with this armor of God that you have, that any, any, any person, especially a young man, who gives his life to Christ, gets the armor of God. You get the best of both worlds. You, you get an impenetrable defense. With the breastplate of righteousness, shield of faith, helmet of salvation, belt of truth, gospel attached to your feet, gospel of peace that is attached to your feet. But you also get a deadly potent offense, which is the sword of the spirit. What's in the word of God is meant is not meant for you to hold up and store in your heart. It's meant for you to go out and attack evil with it. And I think that's where some, not all, of the modern church gets it wrong when it comes to preparing young men. You teach them the values. You you, you tell them in the word and you preach to them, but you, you don't use the imagery of a sword. A sword is nothing if it's just there. A sword is only dangerous if you use it. And if you use it in a forceful, offensive, attacking manner. The world that is getting more and more feminine isn't going to retreat when it comes to the destruction of of masculinity. When it comes to the destruction of of young men. The world's not going to retreat So you can defend yourself all you want to, but at some point you have to attack. And what you attack with is the word of God. That's why we meditate on the word day and night. It's actually sharpening your soul. If somebody would have given me that imagery, why do you read the Bible? Oh, I'm not reading the Bible, son. I'm I'm sharpening my sword to go out there attack and to take back the world right because yes we we know that when we die we go to a different place and there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth but we also want to bring heaven to earth while we're living 
and you have to go and take territory. Be fruitful and multiply is what was given to man, not woman, before woman was even created. The command that God gives to Adam is to be fruitful and multiply. What does that mean? That means to produce and expand. You can't expand if all you got is a shield. The only way you expand sometimes is with a sword. And we get the greatest sword that humanity can never get. And it's called the Holy Bible. And it's what happens when your spirit, when your spirit falls in line, in alignment with the Holy Spirit through your study of the word of God, you become a person that is capable of being produced, being productive, and expanding your territory, your influence, your impact, your income in service of the kingdom of God. That is what men are called to do. So I hope that through this series, I've awakened someone's masculinity. I've reminded you of the value that men inherently have. I've, I've encouraged you that although the world is, is against masculinity, it's not going to always be that way. But also that I've challenged you to sharpen your sword and to go out and expand your territory for the kingdom of God.